This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the greatest show in sport. The biggest football game in the history of Western civilization. say we are already down one for the hump day edition hump day. of power rankings here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby as RJ Choppy just barely made it in time. You called Peyton? Yeah, I had to find out how much time we had left. <laughs> what just happened when your phone rang and you, and you were like, what? Well, I knew one of two things happened. He's either in the bathroom or he's locked out. He went to get grab a drink or something and he's locked out. So I said, chop. And he goes, how much time we got left? And I could hear the echo. And I knew he was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting for life. What happened? Uh, I mean, don't tell us exactly what happened. I, I think it was the gochujang sauce. I think it was the gochujang. The gochujang? Yeah. What is that? I'm not really sure. It's from Trader Joe's. It was like a Korean spice that I put in the salmon last night. May have been that. Okay. Woo! Man, that was a... Uh, that was a sprint. Bobby goes downstairs, and you barely make it back to the top. <laughs> is, that the, is that the Tampa goalie? Yeah, that was the Tampa goalie. Tampa goalie, pre- Tampa goalie press conference, I should say. All right. So, one through five or five through one on the truckwreck.com text line. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053 in order to give us yours. Here's my dilemma this week. I have the five teams set. I don't think any of us can have a different five teams. Oh. Ooh. That's how confident I am. Bobby, I don't care what you say. You're a troll. I am not. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm a football guy. Uh, one through five, five through one. We all have to have the same five teams, I believe. I don't know what to do two through five. I still haven't written it down. Two, three, four, five. No clue what to do. So get yours in. Pepe, let's grade from last week. Last week, Sean Sharif, number one, San Fran. Genius. Number two, Philly. Number three, Kansas City. Ugh. Number four, Dallas. Uh-huh. Number five, Baltimore. Bobby Belt, one that was San Fran. Three out of five. Bobby Belt, one San Fran, two Baltimore, three Philly, two Kansas or four Kansas City, five Dallas. And really? then my myself, four one Philly, wait, two wait. San Fran. Can you slow down for one oh, second yeah. until we grade them? <laughs> What? Four or five, because San Francisco beat Philly, and I had San Francisco above G- Give Philly. me Bobby's again. Bobby had one San Fran, two Baltimore, three Philly, four Kansas City, five Dallas. Kansas City lost. That was it. And Philly. And Philly. But I had San Francisco above Philly, so that counts uh, as a victory. No, we're doing how many correct you get. That is correct. We've been fi- <laughs> Did no, you get- if any of the teams lose, if one versus Good two. Good God. You, I want to... That's a how, silly You've been rule. sitting here for 14 weeks. And for 14 weeks, I make this argument. No, that's the first time I've yeah, ever heard never, it. We have never Bobby, heard you. Bobby, you need to go. He needs to get his head examined. 
Yeah, you do. Like, you don't have a better memory than I do. You change things. You think you're smarter than a lot I'm, of these other I'm people. Pulling, I'm pulling what I said it last week. I did it last no, week. I wasn't here, so I didn't hear that. You know, we've not changed the grading of it for 15 weeks. Stop. <laughs> In, not Cannot be argued. Committee Sharif over here. Yeah. All right, so. Sean and RJ. Did we decide? <laughs> and then Bobby. <laughs> There's not even an Ann Bobby. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what to do, five or one or one through five. I really don't know. I, I don't know what the best way to go is. What was RJ's grades? I, I, didn't, I didn't. I wasn't here last week. Okay. And then Pepe? Uh, I had one Philly, two St. Fran, three Baltimore, four Kansas City, five Dallas. So we all had the same one through f- or teams in the one through five. All right. What's your dilemma? What, do we go one through five or five through one? I, I, I don't know because the suspense would be who, where's, if, if, are the Cowboys at five? Or four, we'll or go, three. Where are they? We'll go one through five. Here's the rest of the country. Blog and the boys bump the Cowboys from three to two. NFL.com, five to four. ESPN kept them at five. USA Today, five to four. Yahoo from seven to four. It was stupid to begin with. CBS bumped them down from two to three. The Athletic from five to three. Sports Illustrated kept them at six. Wow. Sports Illustrated, day by day, disintegrating in front of our very eyes. We're going to go one through five. Uh, 170,000 unique viewers, Sean. We all have San Fran one. Can we just save time there? Sure. I do have San Fran one. I finally moved them up. Well, that I shows still, how wrong you've been over the past no, few weeks. No, I, I Look, when they play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I will still pick Kansas City because I will always pick the better quarterback. But you cannot say that San Fran is not the best team this year. I, there's, you that, that is you cannot say that. Bobby was first on board, then me, and now you finally joined. So About time. Welcome. Yes, one San Francisco. That's easy. Slam dunk. Pepe. Yes, one San Fran. Start us off with two. Let's get to the drama. Kansas City. Ugh. I mean, look. Uh, am I going to pick them to beat Miami? Yes. Am I going to pick them to beat Baltimore? Yes. Am I going to pick them to beat Philadelphia? I would. Even though they lost to Philadelphia? They outplayed them. Would you pick them to beat Green Bay? Yes, Did they beat Green Bay? doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not results-based. I like the committee. Okay? <laughs> I don't care about results. I care about who I think would win on any given day. And I have Kansas City, too. And they're going to make the Super Bowl, and I have no problem saying that. They're just not the second-best team in football right now. Are they going to make the Super Bowl? Do you, well, you, 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 your it, power rankings have always been... F- if you had to pick them right now... I'm, who, I'm, not, I'm, I'm picking who would win tomorrow. You th- okay. That's what I do with my power rankings. You I, do it I, your I, way. I, you would. You would never. You would. Right never, now, tomorrow, I had. You would Kansas not, City's not in my top five. I pick, I, pick, pick, I pick five other teams tomorrow to beat them straight up. That's how I do mine. I, and I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't pick those teams to beat them straight up. Yeah. Tomorrow. Because you move. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Just, I, I so mean, your lazy fallback. I, I, it's not lazy it's fallback. Like your safety net. I just I he's the best player, so I'm just gonna pick yes, this. I picked the best quarterback. Lazy fallback. You're not talking about any of the teams. Lazy is not understanding football in the modern era. That's lazy. Yeah. Where's my VV Elemental P Q R S T V? Have them tell me what to do. I'll just do Mahomes every week. You just barely got on San Fran showing your power rankings have been wrong throughout this whole time. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Bobby. Ignore, ignore science. With a bye you took the vaccine and you ignored ignore science, but you ignore science here. Hey, hey, I don't want to hear that bell no more. I don't care if Gavin told you to play it or not. I don't want to play. I don't want to hear that bell. I don't hear no bell. I don't want to hear no bell. We play. We fight to the death. I don't hear no bell. We don't break it up. With with a bye week this week, number two once again, and the AFC favorites in my opinion, the Baltimore Ravens. Mm, Baltimore's been good all year. 
They have. You can make an argument the three games they've lost that they were right in striking distance to win all three of them. I mean, Baltimore could very easily at this point be twelve and zero. And when are you going to give? Lamar any credit for it. I said Lamar's played okay this year. He's been <laughs> he played okay. Yes. okay. So the second team in your power rankings. I mean, his QBR saying, is under 60, but yeah, he's played okay. Okay, so that's so it's basically what Dak was last year. I mean, Dak, I didn't say Dak was all world last year. Uh, oh my God. I didn't. We can go back and talk like again. The, these all are, you've wanted is for them to be last year's offense. Yeah, the offense was good. Like, yeah. the, the, yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stumbleinas. By the way, the uh, the fan text is like lighting up, agreeing that I have made that argument before about beating the team. So, just saying. Well, they're idiots too. <laughs> all y'all are idiots. So, you, all y'all can be in the Bobby fan club. I've been sitting here doing it week every week. Fan go, club, every baby. week we go three and two, or four and one, or five and zero, yeah. or two and three. That's the way it's we been. We do. We do. So, there you go. Did you tell, pick- your, tell your daughters thanks for texting in? <laughs> What? Actually, it was three three seven that gave him. Did you? Pick, well, now I know did, it's. There you go. That's your boy. Agree with you. It's not the only one. Did you? Did you give your pick for two? Yeah. Or for, not you, yet. No. I'm stalling. Pay pay. <laughs> I'm stalling. He's still making his list. I'm with Bobby. I have Baltimore number two right now. I'd pick them to win over any uh, AFC opponent right now. Kansas City, Miami, Homer Road. I'd pick Baltimore to beat them. So I have Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens at number two. The Miami Dolphins. All right. At number two. And again, these are four different coin flips for me. Um, I do need your nerdism for Miami's defense. All right. And are they actually playing as well as their offense? Because that's what Michael Lombardi keeps saying. I think he's saying it because he's boys with all you got to do with Lombardi is track the old school. You got to you got to figure out who the coordinator is. He loved Wink Martindale and he loves uh, Fangio. So Fangio is the DC in Miami, and he's been praising them up. But over the they've won four of their last five. It felt like the offense went away. Well, in the last two weeks, they dropped thirty four on the Jets, forty five on the Commanders. It is the Jets and the Commanders, but my only issue is them getting out physical. They haven't really proven it big time like the Cowboys. But uh, my Miami Dolphins, the greatest show on turf, or well, not turf. I, is it grass or turf that they're good on? Grass. 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 Yeah. Uh, the Geeks have Miami as the 13th best defense, right? Just a, just a, just, a, just around league average. I'm barely going Miami. Barely. I don't feel barely. great about it. Next. Uh, I have Miami at number three. Um, that offense is 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 legit. I, they're in a similar situation, though, with the Cowboys. They got to beat somebody. They've got, they've got to beat somebody. Um, they haven't. Every time they've gone up in weight class, they've gotten... They've gotten handled. They haven't gotten beat. They gotten handled. Like they got handled by Buffalo. They got handled by Philly. They they need they need to beat somebody though. But I got Miami right there. I also have the Miami Dolphins number three. Uh that is a team that in a couple weeks is terrifying to think about how they're gonna stress Dallas's secondary. I, I genuinely don't know how Dallas is gonna be able to cover what they do in the passing game. Miami is completely di- in, in a league right now that has really. You don't think Deron Burnt will be able to hold down Tyreek? No, no, no. I, I think it'll be a tough day for everybody. But in a league that has seen a a real had a real down year in terms of offense, that's one of the the passing attacks that can do pretty much whatever they want. So Miami three. I have the Philadelphia Eagles at number three. Look, they beat Miami. They beat Kansas City on the road. They beat Dallas already. They beat Buffalo. They've had a lot of impressive wins. They got they got to, you know, beat down by San Francisco, but a lot of teams do. But I still have the Philadelphia Eagles at number three in my power rankings. For the first time all year, I have the 
Dallas Cowboys. Oh! Over Philadelphia. Yes! For this week. For this week. Philly's compromise. I don't believe Marcus Mariota is going to be able <laughs> to beat us on Sunday night. Uh, Philly's a little bit com- heart hurts. Just he's he. I don't. He's he's lumbering. I don't know what it is. I got to get the uh, Mike McCarthy GPS stats on his speed. It's just like anything compared to uh, last year. I'm going to go Cowboys number three in my power rankings. I think Howard was uh, protecting Jalen Hurts because you could tell Howard he's, Eskin. Yeah, you could tell he's hurt, and he didn't want to say, "Oh, he's hurt," because that would. Well, that tar- was very unethical if he does that. He's supposed to be a journalist. Well, he's from Philadelphia. He's very unethical. He's very unethical in general. Yes. Um, all right. So, number four, I have Baltimore. That defense is very, very good. Their offense is fifth in efficiency on per play. Uh, they're top five in both. They're number one in defense, number five in offense. They're a nasty football team. I, I don't know uh, that I th- – it's weird. It's like I think they're really, really good. I don't know that I would – put them in a title contender category. I don't know that they can win a championship. I think they might be the only team in my top five. I don't know that they can win a championship, but I don't know that they can. But I have Baltimore there right now. By the slimmest of margins right now at number four, I do have the Dallas Cowboys. And I think Dallas still has plenty of problems that have not totally been exposed on defense yet but I think they have them. I think the offensive line has had some trouble recently, but I mean, the way the offense is going, the way the quarterback's playing, they, they get an edge right now. They still got to win on details. I still got to see them win close games where the details matter, but uh, Dallas at number four. I as well have Dallas at number four. They have the MVP right now on their team. Dak Prescott, their team, the offense is playing out of their mind at home and they get the Eagles again at home uh, this weekend. I have Dallas at number four. They were five last week, but I've moved them up. This is another impossible pick for me. I cannot decide which team between the two. Again, the top five for me are easy. It's just two through five. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore four and drop Philly down to five. So, Eagles five. My power rankings, one through five. San Fran one, Miami two, Dallas three, Baltimore four. The Eagles number five. At number five, I have... The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, boy, I thought you were going to say the Lions. Lions. I was going to throw this. <laughs> oh, no. They're Very out. cold coffee on you. They're out. They and Philadelphia are out. Oh. They're both Detroit's seventh in efficiency per play, uh, both offense defense. Philadelphia's eighth. Philadelphia's out. Uh, I th- I agree with you. Hurts is something something wrong with him. Something's wrong with him. And if something wrong with your quarterback, then there's something wrong with you. Uh, and that's and, and their, their, their defense is not nearly what it was last year. Number five, I wish, I really wish I was – I really wish I had the stones to say this was the Houston Texans, the way C.J. Oh Stroud's been playing. I don't. I'm, I didn't go that direction. I'm saying I really wish I had the stones to do it because that defense has been playing better lately, and Stroud is one of, has been playing like one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, but I went with the Kansas City Chiefs because the receivers have that, – that's honestly the difference to me of why I kept Dallas ahead of Kansas City. If the receivers were any good at all, I could feel a little bit better about Kansas City, but that defense is good, and Mahomes is still – one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So give me Kansas City at five. So who did you keep out? Who's your six? San Francisco, Baltimore, Miami, Dallas, Kansas City. So Philly. Philly Philly's Dallas. gone. Yep. So Kansas City would be Philly tomorrow. Yes. Okay. I made a late change with this one. I had Kansas City. I had to scratch them out. I have Miami at number five. Kansas City's just too mid for me right now. We Not talked good. them into putting Miami up there, two and three. So there it is. I thought everyone had to have San Fran, Philly, Miami, Baltimore, Dallas in some order. 
of course, Bobby, uh, as he was put on earth to do, screwed it all up. Eight seven seven. Didn't have Philly in either. Messing up my narrative. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Truckwreck dot com text line. Look at this NFL controversy of a radio host texting back and forth with a head coach. <laughs> Wait till you hear RJ's favorite story of the day. And did I actually make the official food of Texas yesterday, or butcher it like my wife told me? Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Rangers add a reliever in 36-year-old Kirby Yates. RJ is not worried about the age. Uh, he was on the Atlanta Braves last year, 61 games out of the bullpen, 7-2 with a 3-2-8, over 60 and a third innings pitched, uh, 3-5-3 career ERA across nine seasons. Yeah, I mean, he still had, I mean, he had what, about 90 strikeouts last year in those 60 innings. I mean, that's really, really good. Um, that's what you want. Uh, he's not gonna. He's not a flamethrower. Ninety three, ninety four. Braves wanted, and they had Adam. They declined his option, his uh, the club option, because and, and part of the reports were saying that they just he didn't have the velocity that they were looking for, which is odd because they knew that going in when they signed him. And he was he was coming off a of Tommy John, a second Tommy John. They knew he didn't have the velocity before that. He was ninety three, ninety four. Why would they expect him to throw ninety eight all of a sudden? But yeah. They, they went in a different direction, and, and the Rangers pick them up. Only in Texas can this be a topic, but I uh, got roasted by my wife and RJ Choppy and Tolos for my attempt at cooking chili yesterday. And I put in some extra things. I said, I don't want just meat and sauce for an entire week. Uh-huh. You know, cooking for, you know, Ten servings, oh, yeah. and uh, you know I want to put some vegetables in there. You know, try to try to health it up a little bit. So I called Brian Broadus. We talked, had the had had the convention, and I went home. I did put a can of beans in, violation number okay. one. I did put a can of corn in, violation number two. I did throw in some mushrooms, and then the big crime to many, I put in some chopped zucchini. All with the spices, all with the chili spices, and it is getting rejected. It's getting called stew. Uh, people are saying I make goulash. That's goulash. I mean, it's very, there's no noodles in it. So, um, taco soup. Taco soup. I mean, very insulting. Because to me, you close your eyes, you take a bite. It tastes just like chili. I'm going to bring in some for Peyton and Brian brought us to try and see if they sign off. Uh, but on the hotline, emergency call-in is... Matt Pittman, who commented on this from Meat Church last night. Okay. What did you think of my chili? 
Well, first off, why did you call Brian Broadus? Were you looking for draft information? Why did you call me? <laughs> well, you're Mr. Popular. I'm going into city council meetings in five minutes, and I hang out with the Dallas Stars and Dallas Cowboys. I didn't know if you'd take my call here. I know I could talk to Brian. Okay. Uh, by the way, also friends with Kirby Yates. Texted him last night. Super excited about well, that. Oh. Hawaiian pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Pending his physical. All Is right, it a good pickup? You're a Braves fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Good dude. Um, all right. We don't well, care kind of guy he is. Yeah, is he a good pitcher? I don't care if he's yeah. nice or not. <laughs> yeah, you don't care about his Hawaiian background. All right, so <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. I always tell people, make what you want. Like, as long as you like it, that's all that matters, you know, just to be honest about it. Um, I've never actually heard of putting zucchini or mushrooms in something I call chili. Hey, if you dig it, you know, as long as you're happy with it, it's good. Here's what I tell people. So original Texas chili, Texas red, it had no fillers in it such as noodles, corn, beans, et cetera. There's no arguing that it just wasn't in there in the beginning. There's varying stories as time went on. How did those things start to get added? Was it to extend the pot, you know, put those things in it? But when you go to the chili cook-off down in Terlingua, fillers aren't allowed because they want you to taste the flavor of the chili, not all the other stuff that gets added in it. So mm. that's where the debate comes from. When I say it's the most polarizing topic in outdoor cooking, or indoor, outdoor, whatever it is. Chili over like brisket. Yeah, I think so. It's it's a war. Wow. Like, there's a big Facebook group here locally that doesn't even allow chili posts because they get so nasty. <laughs> the way people, no <laughs> politics or chili. It's chili or <laughs> HOA or Dak HOA and chili or CFP. I've been seeing it so much lately that I'm actually shooting a new chili video tomorrow just because I want to stir the pot a little bit. So let's let's <laughs> get it going, but. Yeah, hey, as long as you're happy with it, that's fine. It's not what I would do, but you know, you you weren't you're not from here, and you you know you like a little zucchini and mushrooms in your chili. Knock yourself out. But can it be called chili? You know, the purists would say no, but okay. that's here. That's here. But but even if I put in beans, the purists would say no. The purists are going to say no, but everybody outside of the country is like, oh, that's just meat sauce that belongs on a hot dog, and I'm like, well, damn, I've never had. I've never had sauce that good on a hot dog, but okay. Yeah, it's like so. bolognese. It's bolognese with paprika. Otherwise, it's just it's sauce and meat. <laughs> right. I don't want to eat just but sauce with a lot and of meat. Really good flavor from the chilies. See, that's the thing I didn't realize until yesterday. I uh, I had already gotten this in, in the crock pot, which is another violation. I didn't smoke it, but Matt is is I didn't even realize like chili. Was about chilies. the chilies. chilies. Yeah. So, so sounds like I need to bring y'all some next time I come in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is why that, not? So, by your definition, gotta have Fritos though. Uh, by your definition, I should just be able to as long as I mess with the chilies and give them the proper treatment with soaking them and toasting them and all that stuff, I should be able to add in what I want as long as I give the proper respect to the chilies which I just thought it was about chili powder before. But the purists would still say, no, you can't add anything but meat and sauce yeah. and chilies. People are going to call it stew. You know, I mean, there's no authoritative body. So, you know, you get to do what the heck you want. Like when people start making pork belly burn ends, a guy in the barbecue hall of fame and I got in a huge argument. And he's like, nothing can be called pork belly burn ends. You know, nothing can be burn ends other than Kansas City brisket burn ends. And I said, well, fast forward to now, it's a thing. Yeah. So, you know. Call it what you want. I do have a sticker on my laptop that says no beans and chili, so I'm pretty I'm pretty hardcore about it. All right, you have any final things to say to uh, anyone on this show? Yeah. Hey, Bobby. Yeah, what's up? Roll Tide. Hey, I'll tell you what. Uh. I'll tell you what. Beans belong in chili more than Alabama belongs in the CFP. Oh, no. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, he did the hang up. He did. Wow. He did the hang up. He's a Bobby Roo in the morning show he and he hung up. So emergency call in there from uh, Matt Pittman, a.k.a. Meat Church, uh, saying I did not make Texas chili last night. All right, choppy story of the day in New York. All right, so backstory here. We all know there's reports out there that Zach Wilson was offered the starting job and then he had said thanks but no thanks. That's from Diana Rossini. Yeah, he said nah, fam. He said nah, fam. He goes, I got, I got MILFs out there waiting for me. <laughs> Nebraska co-ed. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers calls it out and was like, I want to find the leak. This is character assassination. As if Zach Wilson hasn't engaged in his own character assassination enough. Diana Rossini comes back and was like, uh, not only is this report true, but I've got multiple people inside the Jets building that are telling me this is true. So you don't have leaks. You've got geysers. <laughs> coming out here, okay? Goodness. You got geysers right now. Well, then we go to our old friend, one of our favorite meatballs ever, Joe Beningo, <sighs> who is a longtime Jet fan, mid-60s, since he was a Jet fan since the mid-60s. He got his job because he was a caller. He was Joe from Saddle River. And he somehow got this drive time show on WFAN. We used to cross talk with them. We used to cross talk with them. He retired, but he and, still goes on there all the time. And he used to cross talk in elevators too. Yes, he did. He crossed talk. There you go. Very good. Now, he now is semi retired, I guess, because he does a hit on whatever their afternoon show. He is. got in a fight with Tiki Barber. He did get in a he fight. Got in a with fight Tiki. He right. got in a fight with Tiki Barber, I believe. Uh huh. Remember, because he said, Tiki, you couldn't be watching this game. You were calling yeah. the other game, and Tiki got up and left. He goes, Not fair. Not fair. Not I'm fair. leaving. Not fair. I'm leaving. I'm going back to the Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rondé's going to sit in for me. That, as <laughs> if that enough wasn't preposterous. What happened next is Joe Beningo goes on the air, and first of all, he was texting with Robert Saleh. Texting back and forth as if that's not preposterous enough. Mm-hmm. He tells the story about him offering advice on how to fix the Jets. He don't like Zach. I can tell you right now, he don't like Zach. He don't like Zach because I'll tell you this. So mm-hmm. when I did this six-part thing that I put out there, today, uh-huh. okay, <laughs> and one of them, I listed them too, like by number, okay? <laughs> And one of, this. number number two was him calling the getting involved in a play calling. Right, I did put that. Number three, I said you got to go back to Zach. So he he texts me back, and I, I mean he might get mad at me for this, but I don't care. He texts me back and he says, "Joe, about number three, which was playing Wilson. Right. Are you kidding me? Oh, so as if it's not preposterous enough that the, at a radio host." Gave his top six list. Who's semi-retired is giving a six-point plan on how to fix the football team to the head coach. Say Bobby texted to McCarthy. That's why they turned the offense around. He then suggests that a defense-first guy calls the offensive plays (laughs) and then spills the beans about this on the air and tells... Tells the whole city that that Robert Sala doesn't like Zach Wilson. Doesn't like Zach Wilson. Robert Sala comes back and says... Uh, that's not what I meant. I meant, you've got to be kidding me, meaning, Joe, you've told me that you don't like Zach Wilson. Oh. And now you're suggesting that I start Zach Wilson? And people in the Jets, I mean, like, like, 
How do you tell what the coach sent you on the air? I know. Could you? Could He's you, in don't give a blank mode. He's 70. He He's, He's 70. semi-retired. He wants to brag and look like a big shot that he's texting back and forth yeah. with the head coach, and he outed he outed the, the thoughts. The ball's on him. Could you imagine if I text Banny right now? Hey, Banny, I got a six-point plan for you to fix the Diamondbacks this year. Yeah. Get you over the hump. Six-point plan. Could you imagine? And then he wrote you back and said, no. Tommy Pham's a psycho. Right. And you read on the air, Banny thinks Tommy Pham's a psycho. Yeah. Like, that. that, that is, I mean. You'd be banished. How does, I mean, even if the rest of the Jets team doesn't like Zach Wilson, how does Robert Sully go into that locker room and not have those players wonder what he has said about them? He's got to spin it. He's got to say this old man with his handlebar mustache. He don't know what he's talking Boy, about. Boy, if you make, uh, if it is Salah, does he, does he, when you talked before about him surviving in his job, if he were to be some massive leak part of this, with the way Aaron Rodgers has been talking about leaks out of that building in the last 24 hours and how it's chicken ass and yes. he doesn't respect it, the Jets oh, have yeah. shown they will bend over backwards and do anything Aaron Rodgers wants. Man. If Aaron Rodgers has had the well poisoned on Robert Sala, Sala might not survive. Well, yeah, what, that's a good point. Yeah, what but if the Sala whole locker the room and team may agree with Sala. They might, but what they, if Sala is the leak? Right. That's that's the point. Salah's the leak, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't approve of that. It might yeah. push him out. We, Sean, RJ, and Roberto <laughs> here on 105.3 The Fan. It is time <laughs> for Below the Belt Cowboys Burning Questions for the Stretch Run. Bobby has it on the home of America's team next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The great Bobby Bell. You ruined the morning show. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. A new role for CeeDee Lamb. We'll see if Sean and RJ are in favor of it. More on that in just a second. We got some Cowboys burning questions coming up here. Really quickly, there is a scenario, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about it earlier today, but there is a scenario where the Dallas Cowboys can clinch a playoff berth this weekend. It's just going to take a ton. You need the Cowboys to win. You need Minnesota to lose to the Raiders, the Packers to lose to the Giants, the Seahawks to lose to the 49ers, the Buccaneers to lose to the Falcons, Detroit to beat the Bears, and the Rams to lose to the Baltimore Ravens. And if you laid down that 17 parlay, RJ Choppy, mm-hmm. which is not the most impossible thing, all of those all of those outcomes are favored by Vegas other than Raiders beating the Vikings and Packers losing to the Giants. But if you lay down a hundred dollar bet on that fi- on that seventeen parlay, what are you getting? Do you think, Chop? Uh, eleven twenty. Five thousand two hundred seventy one on a hundred dollar bet no for that parlay. I don't think that's the most ridiculous one. Look, if you're if you're looking to add some juice to clinching the playoff berth, and you want to throw that on top of it, might not be so bad. We don't need this. I mean, we're getting in anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, well. There have been greater collapses before. We've seen the Rangers in 2012 on the last weekend in Oakland. Yeah, if if this team loses five straight to end the season, then that's a great collapse. 
All right, so we've got some Cowboys burning questions. We were kicking around a couple of these, and I added some more. Kicking around a couple of these with Broadus and I were going through some questions the other day on Love the Star, and I wanted to bring them to you guys. Here's the first one, and this is a little bit outside the box, but I think it's become the reality. Sean, CeeDee Lamb. Which, by the way, that five straight comment you just made, Philly, Buffalo, Mm -hmm. Miami, Detroit. I mean, look, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it would not, it would not be uh, a crazy scenario for them to lose all those games. That would not be lunatic. Lunacy. It's not the most ridiculous thing, but I mean, it's, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. Uh, Sean Sharif, CeeDee Lamb is and should be, in essence, this team's third running back. They keep lining up Lamb in the backfield. He's taken five to six snaps a game back there. He has carried the ball in... Five of the last six games, not even always on jet sweep. Sometimes it's getting a pitch in the backfield and he's had some success with it. And so given that you've got Dowdle and Pollard kind of handling the main load, CD Lamb, rather than keeping a Deuce Vaughn or a Hunter Lipgear, whoever else, CD Lamb should be the team's third running back in essence. Absolutely not. Too scared of injury here? Yep. Uh, he, this is not Debo Samuel because Debo Samuel is not as good of a receiver as CD Lamb. So Debo can have some carries. How many carries do you have for CD on the year? Do you have that? Uh, yeah, CD Lamb has three, four. He has nine carries this year. Debo Ten. has twenty nine. Mm-hmm. So I even thought it'd be more for Debo, but no, CD's too skinny. Uh, give it to Rico. I do wish this team had a little bit more of a battering ram at running back. That worries me. CD Lamb short yardage, playoff, gritty, nasty weather situations. A hammer, not Zeke. You don't sign Zeke for, you know, getting you a fourth in inches. That's not worth all that. But I wish they had another power uh, power factor back there. Nine yards a carry this year for CeeDee Lamb, by the way. Yeah, a when, lot of that is all him. surprise. Yeah. It's, it's been some jet sweep stuff, but they have keep thrown him in the backfield a little bit. And they've had keep him run it, outside there. Keep Shot. it surprising. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind if he runs it, but keep it surprising. Like, what, uh, you said that Jamison Williams, uh, was it Jameson, Jameson mm-hmm. Williams play for, for, the, Detroit. for Detroit this yeah. week? Uh, the the end around the, the the double reverse we do something like that right I don't want to line him up uh in, in in the pistol and let him go yeah okay that's fair get him out if you're gonna make him run it better be outside the tackle I How think I think and and I don't disagree and he does have what Debo Samuel's probably got 25 pounds on CD 2025 yeah but they certainly seem to be using him in this capacity as the changeup back. Where outside of Pollard and Dowdle, and it's I yeah, mean, it's but had they some also have man. But. If again, every week, every week I have five seconds of terror. If anything happened to this dude, mm. something oh, can yeah. ha- something can happen to Debo, and they're not done. They have Ayuk, they have Kittle, they have McCaffrey. We're finished, toast, over. Which is greater negligence because you always hear people make this uh, complaint. If a guy like CD were to get hurt on a punt return or carrying the ball out of the backfield, which would you be like, that was just critically stupid. Why'd you have him out there? Um, I'm okay if it's like that big moment that you need the punt return. Actually, I mean, I, I got Turpin for that. You don't need to be out there for any punt returns whatsoever. I He's like not better Turpin. than Cavante Turpin returning. RJ Choppy, power rank your confidence in these three players. Michael Gallup, Tony Pollard, Terrence Steele. Ooh. Um. Ooh. So, define confidence. (laughs) That you're going to get the best of their abilities on game day. 
on any given game day, regardless of the match. I think we already are getting the best of their abilities on game day. On all three of them. Maybe. Woof. I, I, That's it, a take. I, I, right? I mean, like, we, we've got 12 weeks of, of, of knowledge here on what the best is. Uh, in all seriousness, if the offensive line blocks for Tony Pollard, he'll get He'll get yards. He is what he is. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this. Gallup separation numbers are higher than I thought. Now, those are only on targets, right? I don't know how that works. I, I, I'm I pretty sure that's only on targets. It's 2.5, which is, I mean, Lamb is like 2.8. Uh, and Cook's like 2.8. So, it's not that bad. Um, Steel worries me because that's a one-on-one. Uh, What's your order? I would say my order of confidence is Pollard 1, Gallup Steel. Pollard one is easy. Uh-huh. Uh, you could have even kept him out of it. Um, Steel's more worrisome because inconsistency. Every, every but every play you need him. Yeah. Every like he you have to rely on him. Uh, Michael Gallup can get forgotten, and I don't care. But confidence factor, I'll go. I'll go Pollard, Gallup, Steel, just because you're more reliant on Steel, and it's terrifying when he misses. I mean, like they need to have a stat. On, on when you make contact sometimes or miss the entire defensive player. <laughs> Seriously, like a total whiff, a whiff stat for tackles because this guy has outright whiffed with players going right around him throughout this year. It's looked like some of his rookie year snaps again, which he, which had not been a problem the last two years, but he was combat. Now, the, the other issue with Steele is he had played really well the two weeks prior to this like he had played pretty well in two straight games so I think that's the thing is that my confidence in the consistency you're going to get from Steele is not very good right now because I don't know what his issue is I don't know from week to week why it looks good sometimes and other times it doesn't right now Gallup I know what Gallup is and Gallup is not a starting NFL receiver anymore and that's if you that's even including if you have three starting receivers like he is just at best a fourth receiver that you're paying 12 million dollars a year to they need to and so, all likely cut Michael Gallup or trade Michael Gallup after the season. So over. when you and Broadus watch him, how does it look different than last year? Uh, it doesn't, but that's the problem. He looked bad last year. You're talking about two years now. He looks like the same guy who was coming off that ACL. Brian has gotten to the point, and I know we talked about it earlier this year. Brian's gotten to the point where he says he's just not a scheme fit here. Like he doesn't fit what they're trying to do. He doesn't. He's not the. He's not like a really good route runner. Brian said he'd take pretty much everybody else, you know, on the receiving core as a route runner over him. And because of that, he's not he's just not gonna get open. Yeah. And so that's kind of where it stands at this I point. I think he needs to get cut. I think he I would try to trade him. If you can. Yeah. For some team would have a, a need Maloney. for a, some team would have a need for a, for him. If he, I bet you would go to Chargers. Eh. Yeah, I mean I'm sure somebody give him an opportunity like that. Sean, after two fantastic years, we have now seen the leveling off. Of Micah Parsons, which is still great, but Micah Parsons is beginning to level off. No, I'm not. I'm not freaking out or worried about that. The zero stat line doesn't worry you. I think. I think he's been great this year. I just don't think he's like. I think he's the same player we saw last year. And the the biggest thing that they have to worry about with him, this guy gets worn out. Yeah. Late in seasons, yeah. I, I don't know. Like because that, as I told you all, and I never believe in weights listed by teams. He doesn't look that big for as powerful as he plays. He does not look anywhere near as big as Lawrence Taylor did to me. Now, I think Lawrence's shoulder pads and all that shoulder stuff kind of bigger. threw you off. But yeah, those Oprah Winfrey yeah. Andy shoulder Micah, pads. Micah is, like, super lean. He goes a million miles an hour. 
Uh, I'm not worried about Micah Parsons right now. You talking about the zero stat line from the Giants or the Seahawks? Giant, no, Giants where he had no tackles, no nothing. Yeah. Seahawks game, even he he generated some pressures, but he, he was had, not as much of a factor he, as you would have hoped. Two tackles, zero sacks, and I'm not seeing the quarterback pressures. You got next level stats on? I Micah? do. Um, of all the of all the uh, the edges, he has the highest double team rate at 33. percent Wow. Um, now and the their thing, pass rush was missing against yeah. Seattle, but it felt like Seattle was getting the ball out very fast too. Now the issue that I think that is is being lost with 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 his size or lack thereof is that you can't if you're going to have a guy that that that's his size, you have to play him exclusively on the edge. Speed needs space, and you can't have him bottled up. If he is in space, his size is not going to be a disadvantage; is going to be an an advantage. But he does create a lot of havoc coming up the he middle. Does. He has the highest pass rush win rate at 37%. The next highest is Miles Garrett at 27%. Wow. Micah Parsons has 60. But that double team stat, his was at 33. Who's the next highest? Miles at 32. Okay. And then Davion Clowney at 26. Nick Bosa at 25. Wow. Um, Nick so Bosa is double team 8% less than Micah Parsons. Uh, A lot more attention on that San Fran D-line, too, to worry about. TJ Watt. So Mike is double team thirty three percent of the time. Where's TJ at? It's harder to double team TJ because he stands up fifteen percent. Wow. Um, and yeah. Micah has in 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 forty fewer plays than TJ Watt. Micah has twenty more pass rush wins in forty fewer plays. Wow, he is without question the best edge rusher in the game. Woo! Right, but has he? leveled up like, like we all got into training camp thought he was going to take it even another step up has he done that or is he the same guy well, we what's, saw last the, what's the double team rate compared to last year do you have last uh, year i can get last year you know uh here we go in watching him does he look different to you no i think he looks the same i do is, agree is exactly he, has, he hasn't leveled up like i expected he brought us caught a lot of heat because he was talking about i think the giants backup tackle kind of limiting micah and all the all the parsons fans lost their minds on Broadus, but it was a legit point uh, it doesn't have the double team numbers, but his pass rush win rate this year is uh, 37%. Last year was 30%. So he's winning more. So he's winning more. Now, I don't have the double team numbers. I don't know if that's a new stat this year or not, but I don't have that from last You can go watch Micah practice and assess for yourself with our Cowboys practice giveaway. Our way of saying thank you for being a total. That stands for turn it on, leave it on, and RJ thinks that maybe the Texas Longhorns should be the favorite to win it all. The college football kegger final hour hump day edition after we hook you up. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 